Welcome to Love Bites. Love Bites. Love Bites. By Dr. Tara, your destination for sexual wellness and mindful relationship advice. Hope you're having an orgasmic day. Guys, if you're not lasting as long as you would like in bed, then you need to know about Steady Freddy. Steady Freddy is a doctor-created, clinically tested delay spray for men formulated to reduce overstimulation without taking away the pleasurable sensations of sex. Whether you suffer from premature ejaculation or just want to last longer, Steady Freddy Delay Spray is an easy-to-use and effective solution. For a limited time, you can receive 15% off using code LOVEBITES. Go to SteadyFreddy.com to learn more. Again, that's a promo code LOVEBITES to save 15%. Always be ready with Steady Freddy. Learn more at SteadyFreddy.com. Relational trauma is way more prevalent than you think. Today, we're having a conversation with the trauma healing expert. Hello, my loves. It's Dr. Tara. Welcome to Love Bites, the podcast for sexual wellness and exploration. Today with us is Audrey Hope. She's an award-winning certified addiction and trauma counselor and relationship and spiritual expert, a multi-talented force in the healing arts for over 20 years. Audrey uses her revolutionary healing techniques to get to the root of the root of various problems. She provides tools and practical solutions to extinguish negative patterns and beliefs so everyone can accomplish their search for happiness and uses her expertise to help all individuals, singles, couples, parents who may be dealing with marital problems and to heal and manifest successful relationships. Hi, Audrey. Thank you so much for being here today. So first off, what got you into this field? I worked in a clothing store and that's when I was introduced to women's problems. They would come in and they would tell me what was going on. They never felt good enough, never felt skinny enough never felt pretty enough. And I said, oh my God, I got to do something about it. I was just on a mission to get to the root of women's low self-esteem. And I related Mm. it to the culture, to the society, to the magazines, to the Bible. I mean, I went everywhere and saw that we women didn't have a chance and I wanted to do something about it. And I did. And so I was on that quest to find my own way, a missing piece of the pie that maybe psychology doesn't or other healing modalities don't. And so it's been quite exciting. I was very curious about the root of the root. Tell us more what I call the soul wound. We all have one. And unless we heal it at that level, we will only repeat and repeat the patterns, the people, Mm -hmm. and we will marry our issues. Wow. Ain't that the truth? (laughs) Yeah. And so you'll think it's the person and maybe you'll try to find someone new, but you'll still end up at the soul root, which is what you need to heal. And I see relationships as a mirror, not what did he or she do to me, but what is it asking me to heal in myself? Everyone would understand, like I call the science of love, really the manual and how it works. Maybe we wouldn't have so much heartache. I can completely agree. Can one get to the soul root on their own through self-reflection and journaling? Or is it mainly a work with a therapist? And oh, what it is, is that our pain 
is the proof that if you're in so much pain, it will really be a doorway to go on this search. And if you have a love that really broke your heart, that's kind of the beginning of the spiritual journey. So the answer to that is yes, because you will be seeking the answers to stop the pain, the bleeding, the hurt. And that quest will bring you to some kind of healing. We all sometimes say, listen, this is past life or something really deeper in the soul that they came here to heal. That's the root too. So we've got the root of the root in this lifetime and the root of the root of the soul that we might've brought in from another life. Wow. I just got goosebumps. I know people listening can't see you, but you have such a interesting presence. Thank you so much. Well, I've been working on that, which is to be authentic and to shine the light. Yeah. So you definitely shine the yeah, light. I can shine the feel light. it. Yes. Healing is all about vibrations too. And you were speaking about trauma. People can't heal in the mind. They must heal in the deep level of the body, energy, and through the soul. That's why people go to therapy for years and years and years, and they still have the same problem. So in summary, it is easier with a therapist and or coach, but you can totally find your own path in terms yeah. of healing and finding the soul root. What keeps repeating over right. and over again? Where are the patterns? Where do you end up? No matter who you're with. And you're kind of like in the middle of a circle. You have to start to see how is it all the same? What do they all bring up for me? We have maybe a donut hole from childhood, that soul wound. And we ask someone to heal it for us, like a partner, a love. That won't work. Money won't do it. Fame won't do it. Giving our power away to religion won't do it. The only thing will be going to the source of it and where you lost yourself Mm -hmm. from that wound as a child. Otherwise, again, you'll just keep doing the same thing in relationships and you'll be on the floor in desperation. That's a big question. If we can see the lens From this point of view, we can heal relationship problems and see breakup as an opportunity. And for people that don't have a love, nothing to worry about Mm -hmm. because we can find hope in manifesting and creating it if we do certain things that need to be done. Yes. You need to patch the hole in order to be able to see the opportunities of the right people, of the good people for yourself. Yes. Look at the word alone, all one. Yeah. I don't know if any listeners do feng shui, but it's kind of like that. You always want to clear the space, right? To get the right chi. So you want to be in this holy void in emptiness. If you are all one alone, look at it as an opportunity, as a launching pad. I can use this time without freaking out and instead say, okay, how is this a new opportunity? Let me reflect on what's happened and let me see what I want. Let's Mm -hmm. say your listeners can make a list of what they want. Let's Mm -hmm. say they want someone who respects them, someone treats them well, someone who will see them. Well, the question would be, do you do that with yourself? Mm -hmm. Become your own list. Wow. Well, how can you get someone to respect you if you don't respect yourself? That's insane to ask someone to do it. If we love ourselves and value ourselves and self-esteem, and we could do that work by being alone, do I love myself? Do I treat myself well? 
Where do I give my power away? By asking the right questions, we'll be able to do the work to see what we've done in the past and what we don't want to carry into the future. That is so powerful. And now that I think about it, I know quite a few people that consistently date the same person, but different face. Exactly. But they're the same people. The four guys you've dated are the same people. They're just different faces and height. I think that's so funny because it's true. You can even go to a different country and right. you end up with the same person. And also like a universal experience. I'm from Thailand. I know friends there that do that. And now that I live in America, I have friends here that do that. So I know that it's such a universal phenomenon. It's not really culturally specific or just women. We all kind of experience that. My question, and a lot of my followers ask me this all the time, is we hear about trauma a lot these days, especially on social media. There's so much content about trauma. What is relational trauma? It's something that's locked in the body. Mm. And it's an energy that's in the body that happened because of a terrible incident or abuse. And that is really terrible. Mm -hmm. And we have to honor the wound of that. But the part that we can heal is the part where we lost ourselves and we gave our power away to it. And that's the healing at the depth of the soul, which is the self. Mm -hmm. I can take back my power from you that you took from me. That's a soul retrieval. I can get it back so that you don't own me anymore. And this incident doesn't own me anymore. And that is a real powerful place to be and to let everyone know they can do that. They can take back their soul energy from where it was taken because people take our energy. We give it to them and then they take it. So we have to get it back. And that's an important part. Let's say it's 100% light. We have, we actually leak our energy and give people 80% of it. It's not only the soul wound, it's what I call the wound of the tribe, which is the family. We all have families. Yep. That's a wound that we all need to heal, the wound of the tribe, mm. which is what our family did to us. Well, you have to marry this person and you have to do this. Mm -hmm. And we have to look at that level too. Are we willing to be free and let go of that piece of the family that has put a heavy trip on all of us? Well, that's the truth. Because even in my studies of sexual communication, a recent experiment that I did last summer, I conducted two focus groups and one was Gen Z heterosexual kids. And then the other group was LGBTQ college students. And we talk about how their parents and their family approach the topic of sex. So family sex communication and how that has shaped them and how they see sex and how they see themselves sexually. Yes. And it's a huge impact. You know, you don't want to think about how you see sex as in like a product of how your parents interacted with you about sex. But that's the truth. The truth is we're only here in relations to others. And because you spent so much time since you were born with your family, so much time and so much has ingrained in you that sometimes you don't even know the littlest mannerism can come from your mother. <laughs> exactly. Where did you get your belief systems from? Exactly. And let's say you decided to live sexually free, but in there, it's like, how will the society and the family react to mm -hmm. it? That's a 
big problem that I deal with all the time. Mm -hmm. Can you be strong enough to be free against your family's belief systems? Can you briefly kind of talk about the method or technique as in dealing with trauma or finding the true problem? Finding those little moments when you're beyond the pain and make them grow is the technique. I am all about that light connection, putting the plug back and moving the energy and the cords out so that you could sit in this beautiful space and feel who you really are. Is that through time with nature, meditation? It's, I would call it activation, turning on the light. We need to turn it on. We're made of light. What's your favorite way of turning on light? We're made of the colors of the rainbow, the bottom shock of Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And I would see the person could close their eyes, see the balls of light. And one by one, I would have them turn it and spin it so that we'd be almost like a computer rebooting. And then after that, turn it into gold. And then they'd feel this incredible energy. That's one way. Then there's meditation of, you know, self-realization, which I got from Gandhi's teacher, Sri Mataji, which is all about, yeah, I have that on my YouTube, turning on that Kundalini energy up the spine. Taking people through their individual healing is not just cookie cutter kind of thing. Yeah. Like here are three steps. The three steps to turn on the light would be you have to have a practice where you're actually feeling what it feels like to not think. People think too much. And that's where the suffering is, in the thoughts. So if you could turn off the thoughts, you can bring people to peace. From the very beginning of your journey, you realized women had a short enough stick when it comes to learning to be confident and have high self-esteem and learning to love ourselves. What is like the first step in activating the higher frequency of self-love? Self-love is it. It's it for everything. For money too, if you wanted to manifest I like to teach people how to get their dreams. So yes. You've got to clear the blocks and the issues, move them out, and then call in what you want. That's manifestation. With women and with men, it has to begin with boundaries. That's the fast way. I am not allowing anyone to put me down ever again. It has to be like a law, what I call self-sovereignty. I will never put myself down ever again. Love. I will never treat myself badly starting now. I will be a seeker of truth and I will do whatever it takes to become my best self. These are laws of living. Mm. The declaration of independence for healing. If you can make a vow that you're not going to allow anyone to take your power, the healing begins. Mm -hmm. So that's the beginning of self-esteem. And then you have to do a deep search into who took your energy, who criticized you, because criticism is the worst. Because it's not what other people do to us that's the problem. It's what we do to ourselves because of it. We might have had a mother who criticizes us, a father who criticizes us, or something happened, Mm -hmm. and it becomes how do we do what they did to us. So we put ourselves down, and we have to realize that. We are doing to ourselves what they have done the boundaries completely believe that that's the first language of self-love is you got to know your boundaries and be able to communicate it. Even if it's small, you take a small step to do something, whether you're going to begin to take care of yourself right, or spend time doing something for yourself. There are small micro steps you can take. You know, it's funny. I wrote down for this a whole list of mistakes that people make. I would love to hear. People stay too long at the party. 
that's the truth of many people that I've seen. It's time to go when you know it's time to go. So your body will tell you something. It will give you an alert that you know it's time, but you'll deny it. So it'll be in denial. Mm-hmm. We'll try not to see the truth, mm-hmm. but then something will happen to you. If you don't listen, it'll get stronger. Then it'll be a Mack truck until you listen. We can't avoid learning what we need to learn. We could try to bury it, store it in the closet. So that's really what trauma is, trying to keep the monster in the closet shut up, don't come out. And then year after year, it grows and festers until Mm. it becomes a big problem. So the mistake we make is we try to cover the pain and Mm. deny it. We don't live in reality. One of the problems with love is the fairy tale. Yeah. Stories of the prince coming or this person coming. What do you think about that fairy tale? It's an illusion. I know because I see people through the process of, oh, we met. Now we're getting married. So I get the whole stages. Mm -hmm. And people have to know that love is an illusion in the first stage. It's a honeymoon Mm -hmm. stage. Very interesting. And then what does it morph into? Reality. (laughs) And is reality romantic? Reality is what happens whether you like it or not. You're going to start to see things about people you didn't like because you're out of the illusion. That's good that you want that. See, that's why I like to educate people about the stages. Mm-hmm. You want that reality to come because it's going to lead you to now you're going to go do spiritual alchemy, love alchemy, which is the healing. Mm-hmm. You stay, don't run away, do the healing, which brings us to step three, the healing. Courageously look at it. And that. If you stay in that, will lead you to real love. I was thinking through my previous relationship from what you said, and I definitely see that. I got married young and got a divorce. And from that relationship, I realized something that illusion part isn't just him behaving the best he could so that I could fall in love with him and remain in love with him. It was also very much me wanting to see a certain thing. continuingly seeing this thing that I wanted to see, even though my body was telling me that I was uncomfortable. My body was telling me a lot of things. (laughs) I just wasn't very good with understanding like viscerally what was going on. And I wasn't in the somatic healing yet. So I didn't know because I was always doing talk therapies. I understood analyzing a problem and, you know, here's the outcome, here's a solution. But at the same time, what I didn't know was a lot of it is just energy. A lot of it is in my body and my body can tell me that we're not in the right relationship here. And this is not serving you. I wish I had left earlier, but that's okay now because, you know, I, and I tell everybody the same thing. Breakups and divorces are opportunities because they really are. And now in my current relationship where there's so much love and so much good energy, after a few years into it, I still feel, you know, when the reality kicked in, right, which is like, we're super busy and we're just, you know, making food and having dinner and it's nothing special. He's a painter. Like, it's not an art opening day. It's not me speaking on stage. It's just a normal day. And we're in our PJs and we're cooking food and we're eating and I'm looking at him and then I realize, man, I really like normal days with you. Yeah, you're also seeing where the pain brought you, you see? Right. Pain in a new way. Look where it led you. It's powerful. I really, truly believe that breaking up or ending a relationship with someone, it's a true opportunity for you to find yourself and also find love or loves that are more compatible with you. Trauma is an opportunity to heal. On your knees, you begin to look up. 
you know, now we're going to learn about real freedom and peace because of the pain. And you just told the story of that. We got to crack eggs to make an omelet. You cracked. Yeah. (laughs) And now you went through it and then it led you to better love. You see? So that's what I hope people could hear that pain and heartache can lead to better love. If you look at it that way, it's the train. It's the way of it my followers wanted me to ask, how can I manifest my dream relationship? You have to begin again from now. Mm. And you have to believe and know it's possible. And you have to be clear on what you want, get the pen out, get the journals, what you want. Then you have to ask yourself, are you ready to do everything that it takes for great love? Everything that it takes. Okay. You got to be able to do that. And then you have to honor being alone. It's it's mm-hmm. holy space. And then you have to commit to having the best. Okay. You cannot just date anymore. Every schlub, you have to be able to say, I'm going to have the best. Okay. And then you have to know it takes patience and it takes longer and you have to give it to the universe. So mm-hmm. you do the work, you do the healing, and then you let go. And you have to let the universe be the matchmaker because out of the blue, if you're cleared, healed, and looked at everything, the universe will bring it out of the blue. So you have to heal and have the right attitude. And then you have to say, dear universe, I'm opening up to you. Give it to me. I'm letting you be my matchmaker. I absolutely love that. The universe is the best matchmaker. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you have to help it along by doing the work, which is loving yourself and doing the healing work on the patterns and the issues. This has been an incredible conversation. Thank you so much. You're incredible. You got me just so inspired. So thank you. The last segment of my show is called 10 Quickies with Dr. Tara. What happens is I give you a word and you just give me a response back. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Number one, love at first sight. The best. Number two, educational porn. Fine. Why not? (laughs) Number three, self-doubt. A crime. Number four, polyamory. Why not? Everybody has their own thing. (laughs) Number five, self-esteem. Necessary. Number six, what's your favorite chakra? The heart. Mm. Number seven, is there such thing as sex drive? Absolutely. Number eight, (laughs) what drives the sex drive? Passion. Ooh. Number nine, sexual meditation? Fantastic. Number 10, what's your favorite way of self-care? Meditation. Where can my Love Bites family find you? AudreyHope.com. And then I'm on Instagram at TheAudreyHope. And Facebook, The Audrey Hope. And I'm on YouTube. I have a relationship show and I've tried to document little tidbits. And that's Audrey Hope now on YouTube. Awesome. We will have all these links in today's show notes. So definitely check out Audrey Hope. I mean, I feel like I'm healing just being in her presence and talking to her. So definitely check out her work. And thank you so much, Audrey. It was a supreme pleasure. And my Love Bites family, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. And per usual, have an orgasmic day. 
I'm all about being sexual and in the moment. This is why I orgasmically recommend the Pulse Warming System. Pulse dispenses warm lube with just a swipe of your hand so you could get right back to action, which my partner and I really love. So toss that sticky lube bottle and get the Pulse Warming System today. Check out the link and discount code in this episode's description and have an orgasmic play. Thanks for listening. This was was Love Bites. Love Bites. By Dr. Tara. Follow Dr. Tara on social media at lovebites.co. Have an orgasmic day.